This episode is sponsored by the subscribe button. Yep. So don't forget to subscribe to Letters to Boys podcast on whichever platform you're listening on right now, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere. Just hit the subscribe button right now. Also, don't forget to drop a comment and give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting app, yo, so that other people get to find out about this show. I did beg you. I did beg you. I did beg you. I beg. Eh? Me did not chase me back on my village. I did beg you. Just subscribe. I beg God no go shame us. Thank you so much. father-to-son relationship is quite an interesting one sometimes it's good beautiful rosy and all that good stuff other times it's just there nothing exciting Meh. but why so why do guys have some form of resentment towards their dads before they clock 30 is that a problem well this episode analyzes this and more but first let's meet the postman on this episode. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? My name is Sheung Shubo. And of course, um, I run the voice of our academy, the voice of a bank, and also the voice of a drill, which altogether gives you the voice of our solutions group. Hi, guys. I'm Obi. I'm a YouTuber, Instagrammer, and I'm also a marketer for a blockchain company. My name is Ferrowi, and I'm a realtor and a media entrepreneur. And yeah, I think that's 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 a lovely and now, the letter. It says, hey, Chief, it took me a while to get here, but I absolutely hate my dad. I detest him from the bottom of my heart. We barely speak. I didn't understand how bad it was until a few days ago. So I got into this heated argument with him. And for the first time in my life, I yelled back at him with my full chest. After which I received the worst slap of my life. Omo, I was, I was angry and I couldn't take it anymore. So... I dashed into the kitchen, grabbed what seemed to be a knife, and attempted to stab him. Baba wasn't even scared. He kept yanning dust, saying, Oh yeah now, go ahead, stab me, and you'll go straight to jail. When I was your age, I was already out of my father's house making money. Oh yeah now, go ahead and stab me. It felt like I was starring in an action movie. At this point, I didn't care what the consequences of my actions were, because it was high time. I charged towards him one more time, got really close to his chest with the knife, dropped it and stormed out of the house. Thinking back at the incidents, that was actually a stupid move. I honestly don't want to take any rational decisions. Next time, I don't know what to do. And the worst part is, it'll be sad if he dies and I still resent him this much. I don't like the fact that I hate him and I wish things were a lot different between us. Anonymous. Now I get it. I know you want to dive straight into the episode, but hold on a second. Let me give you some context into the background of the postman on this episode. You ready? First, we have Sheung Shobo, currently a father of two beautiful girls. He was born out of wedlock, raised by a single mom, lived by faith all his life, and eventually reconciled with his father much later. Fermi, raised by a single mom, also born out of wedlock with no dad in view. You can call him Mr. Independent. At the moment, he's in that place where he's trying to reconcile his relationship with his dad. Though it's hard, 
but it's doable. OBA. Now, OBA has the ideal father-to-son relationship. Yeah, 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 I get it. It's not perfect, but it's ideal. Go check him out on YouTube where he's actually pranking his dad. I mean, the most hilarious, amazing pranks ever. Search for OBA on YouTube and you understand what I'm talking about. Femi Bakes, raised by both parents, father and mother. But for some weird reasons, he was never close to his dad and never built a relationship or a bond. Why? I don't know. But currently, he's in that position where he's trying to bond with his father over making spaghetti and moi moi. Now you have an idea of the background of this postman. Now you can listen. Well, yeah, this one, all this, all this is very foreign to me. <laughs> very, very foreign. Like no, but I mean, maybe it's foreign to you because of, I mean, the relationship you have with your dad or something. Yeah, I mean, but like I'm not aloof to every other thing that happened around me. Like the environment I've grown in, I've I've only heard of it in movies. Like it's one of those things that you see that. Oh, they acted it out. Like you don't think someone actually wants, like, even think of carrying a knife to his father. Like that's cra- that's mad. That's crazy. And I can't blame him. I don't like to you because for you to hit your father that much, he has to have done something to you, or he probably like. Ha- it depends on how the person is too as well, because the, pe- the father might have taught him a lot of things and then decides to be rebellious as well. And so many things are going to it. But from like just reading from all what I've heard. No, I blame the father. I don't lie to you. I blame the father. He, I don't. I don't think he showed child enough love because the way I was brought up, the amount of love that my dad showed me, like I can't even imagine. Like me and my dad fight. Yeah, we fight physically, but it's play. It is not. Uh, I can't. I don't even know the English to, to use for it. Like it's just straight. <laughs> this is. Ah, this is strange. No, because I. I mean, I see. I see you and your dad like. I saw one of your pranks. This guy is a foolish guy. <laughs> he pranked his dad. <laughs> also, he put, actually took a condom and actually put it on his pops's bed. I told his pops that he just finished having sex on his matrimonial bed. <laughs> <laughs> For real? I was serious. Guy, like, that's a different level. Yeah. I actually, actually. thought he was, was going to slap you. Or... Is that where everybody, see that everybody wants this man to slap me? I want him to slap me, you get me more views, but like, this is the, <laughs> what is it here? Whenever I do pranks like this, all that back of my mind is at least he can't kill me. I know he can't kill me. This man is not going to kill me. Like the amount of money he has spent on me, he cannot just waste my life like that. Do you understand what I mean? So it gives me courage, like, yeah, do this. The worst that happen, he will shout, shout, shout. And you get views from it. So do it. Like I've had it in mind to do a lot of things to this man. And luckily for me, he's very gullible. Oh my dear, my dad is gullible. Oh my days. I tried pranking my mom and if my dad fell for it, just my mom. It was my mom's prank, but he's one I feel for. Like, yeah, nah. I, I can't just think of it. I mean, obviously, you get upset with your dad. I feel like it's very normal. Like when I was young, my dad would tell me, go and bring water. I'll go to my room, I'll cry. If you are not my father, like tell me I'm not your I'm not your son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want yeah. to move out of this house. Like I'll literally be crying, my eyes be paining me. Like that was the worst I ever seen. And thinking about it now, it sounds so stupid. Like this man said you're and they are crying that she take it to your room for that. Now growing up, now getting so upset that you take a knife. Like, what did he do to you? What have you seen? Like, there has to be something that you've seen for this man to be acting like this. It's not normal. So she was upset about this one. Well, I, I feel like, like he said, um, obviously that boy is 
obviously crying out for a lot of attention. You know, as men, one of the things that we always, or boys or boys to men, whatever, however you want to put it, one of the things that we always fail to realize is that guys, in quotes, do not need attention, right? Or the boy child does not need attention like the girl child, right? So as a, as a matter of fact, you know, for somebody like that, he's probably, you know, his father was probably so busy, you know, and they didn't have time to actually, you know, bond as... Because you, you see that a lot of fathers, you know, we're talking about this some days back, mm-hmm. a lot of fathers find it more easier to bond with their daughters than their sons, you know? And I don't know the reason why, but uh, it's very... The, 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 what's it called? The comparison, when you, when you compare, you know, the relationship with guy, father, daughter, and father, people say, oh, it's natural. You know, the ladies who naturally tend towards their father. Fine. But how about that relationship? Like for, for me, I was, I was born out of wedlock. So I didn't live with my father. But when I got introduced to my father at five years old, you know, I met my father when I was five, you know, and when I got introduced to him, you know, yeah, we just shared a relationship of respect. I respect you, you respect me, right? So there wasn't any uh, any feeling of, oh, he's my guy, he's my, until I started growing. Now, one of the first guys who I saw as a father figure, you know, the first day he told me, well done. Wow, you did a good job, well done. And, you know, he hugged me. I'm telling you that day I felt I had goose pimples. What? Why? Why did I feel so? You know, I want to, me, hard guy, hard guy, you know, I don't, for me, in my in my mind, I don't care about those kind of things. But why did I feel so? That means there was something in me that had yearned for a man like me or a, a, an older, older figure like me to tell me, well done, you've done well, you've done a good job, right? So since that day, that man or that elder or that mentor did that to me, right? I'd always saw that, I, I now saw that, oh, there's a part of me that yearned for my father's love. Right, you know. So I tried as much as possible before he died to actually move close closer to him and get to know him, in spite of all his imperfections. Right. So when this guy, I'm sure this guy is even lucky that he's even living with his father. <laughs> yeah, right. Actually, you know, yeah. he's, he's a lucky guy now. Actually, that he's with his father. I didn't leave my father. You know, my father had other children who had access to him than I had. That I had probably they even thought I had access to him, but I didn't even have access to him. If I call my father sometimes, he'll tell me, oh, I'll call you, I'll call you, I'll call you, you know? So it was like me, I was chasing my father, right? But at the end of the day, you know, we got closer and I began to see things from his own perspective. Not that he made it right, no, but I saw things from his perspective and I was able to, you know, extend some grace and mercy towards him, right? And, you know, things ended quite well. And I, I, I'll give you a story. So I was getting I was getting married and I was I was getting married. My father told me to write a list. So I wrote a list down and I said, Oh, and he said, Oh, you just bring the list to me. So I had a meeting with him, showed him the list that he told me to um write, so that whatever he wanted to probably take from the list, you know. So he sees the list. He would remember he was one that told me to write a list too. <laughs> After I take my wife and all you know. And then he sees the list and he said, What's 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 this rubbish? This is nonsense. You're going to fund the wedding yourself. Nonsense. What was, what was all this? You know? I mean, he got really pissed for no reason. No. He was the one that called me. <laughs> you know? So, that day, when that happened, I gave him a piece of my mind. Right? 
not in a very rude way. I didn't shout on him. I just told him, you know, for a part of my life, you were not there, right? I've lived by faith, you know? I've lived by faith. Me, Sean Shobo, your son, I've lived by faith, not by your doing or as my father, you know? So if you don't want, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to be part of this, right? And if you decide not to be a part of this, it's okay. I, I've lived by faith now, so faith will not fail me at this time. You, you get. hold any grudge against him? No, no, listen, no, I didn't. I didn't. Because, I mean, you know when you've, it's not like I was used to a hard life or disappointments, but I always condition my mind that I don't expect, it's not my, it's not your right to help me. If you want to help me, fine. If you don't want to help me, yeah, you're my father. If you decide not to help me, no problem. I'll move on, you know, especially because in my final year and sometimes in school, I did things myself. I paid my school fees myself in my final year. So, you know, I was like, duh, if you don't want to help me, it's okay. Right? Mm -hmm. So, it got to a point. The next day was introduction, or sorry, next week was introduction between myself and my wife. And then I got to the place. My dad was already there waiting. I don't know if he was guilty conscious or whatever. <laughs> he was already there waiting with his Jeep parked. You know, so saw me, I was parking. As I was parking, he, he, uh, uh, he was hunting and said, I should please come. You know, so I said, oh. I was still vexing. Like, is it not you that said I should get out? No problem now. You know, so I went there. Went to his car, shut the door, she locked the door, and he's like, you know, he just wants to apologize. Um, that he's sorry for the way he spoke to me. That, you know, it was actually he's actually broke. A lot of people are owning him. That's why he spoke like that when he saw the list and stuff, you know, he that I didn't deserve that. I didn't deserve to be spoken to like that. Right. And for me, I was angry, but when he told me that, you know, I just you know, it was like he poured cold water on me. I was just like you know, I mean, you've explained yourself. You explained why you reacted that way. It's okay. It's fine. You know, well, guys, you're my, you're my, bro, you're my father. I'm your son. You know. Now, here's the trip. That's the first, the last, first and last time I set eyes on my father. The next time I saw him was in a coffin. Yes. So imagine, imagine that conversation never happened. I might have been living with some regrets. Yeah. You get, and what happened that day, you know, at that um, introduction, this guy, I've never heard my father pray for me like that. You know, I still have that video on my phone. Too. And I don't even know why somebody was capturing that moment. I don't know why, you know. For me, that's my inheritance. I'm gonna show my children's children's children, you know. My father, he was praying for me. You know what they call the father's blessing? Yeah. He was giving it to me. He said, you will say from the bottom of my heart, I bless you. You know, you will never lack anything. What do I need again? Do I need property? No, I'm going to have money. I'm going to have lots of properties. You know, my father has said it already. He has, what I needed or what I, what my life requires, he has given me. So I'm okay. Fermi, do you have like any form of resentment towards your dad? <laughs> I wouldn't say I have right now. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, I don't have resentment against my dad. But what I'll say is, um, to some extent, what would have happened to this guy is a build-up of various experiences with his dad that this guy has bottled in. And maybe something happened at that point in time that, I mean, he could not just control the reaction and just wanted to hit his dad. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because I was born out of wedlock too. 
My parents are not together even up till now. And then at various points in my life, I just, I just, I mean, I was angry. I was really, really angry that why would, why did you even bring me to this earth if you knew that you were not ready to take care of your responsibility? You for no even, like, I mean, you could have just gotten rid of the pregnancy or something. Like, don't even, ask, let me not even come to this life at all. And, you know, at that moment in my life, I was really angry with my dad. And if he had even wanted to come into the picture and try to establish a relationship, there are things that I would have probably done that would people would see and feel like, oh, this doesn't speak well of this person. Or people would see another aspect of me because there was already something in me against this particular person because of his actions. So that, that's, that's what I would say about this particular. But for me, I don't have any resentments against my dad right now. I've forgiven and let go and all of that stuff. But over the years, there were times I was really angry and mad. And I mean, even when my mom would sometimes say, because now what got me mad was the fact that you you gave birth to a child, you left it to the mother to bring up and all of that. And then my mom wasn't saying, marry me or take responsibility. She was only saying, be the father to this child. That was all she was requesting, be the father to this child. and regardless you couldn't come in that position of being the father and there were several times that i really needed a dad someone to just open up to and say oh this is what i'm going through right now and there was just nobody so all those things made me really mad and angry at the time but i mean being a christian learning certain things in church and all of that i'm like live my life i mean i've gotten to that point where i don't need his love i don't need his attention i don't need all of that i feel like i have enough i have friends i have a family that cares for me and you know Sorry, all of these yeah, things no go 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 i just so fair you say you don't need his love you need his love oh. let me tell you the truth you know because you are yes i know you're a man you can you know hold it down i i, I feel you but truly you know we're men you know and and this is this is the this is what causes a lot of our problems, right? When we we are we just leave it in there, you know, we just leave it in there like, yeah, I can float, you know, I'm okay, right? I don't need your love, don't come near me, I'm fine, right? Yeah. But but here's the thing, right? Um let me put it to you this way. Your father came here, right? He yeah. walked into this room. You're you are not expecting him. You he walked into this room and he called you Fermi, my son, you know. Ha, wait, Walla wait. good deal. Which guy Walla? Say you don't call me your son. <laughs> forget. You see? No, I mean that's why. Come here, I don't even call you my dad. Mister Yemi is Mister Yemi. You know. But yeah. Good. So, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. There is still something that he needs to do. You know. Um, if there's a way, you know, um, he comes and he actually bears his heart to you. I'm telling you, it's going to be one of the most emotional days of your life. That you will never forget. Oh, your eye guy will disappear. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, yeah, I you know? actually agree. <laughs> you know, so I agree. that's what I'm saying. Don't say, just do your own. Make it your own. You will look forward to you, both of you sorting issues out. Yes, you're not bitter. You're not bitter yeah. anymore, right? But you just want to live your life and make your make your own life greater yeah. than whatever your parents have done. Yeah. But the, the, the truth still remains that if there are ways to mend up the relationship, why not? You know, keep an open, keep an open mind. Yeah. 
on that, you know, um, because for me, I, 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 I just always think how, what if that day he called me and I said, get out, man, get it, get out. You, 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 you were telling me that you told me to write this. You're not telling me to come to your car for what? I just walked in I just, you know, and then the, the way the, the situations played out the same way they played out. I would have been the most miserable of men right now. You know, now I have daughters. I have two daughters, right? And I'm trying my best every single day to be the best father to them, you know, affirming them and letting them know who they are, you know. So I can imagine, I can just imagine if that happened to me and cascading down to now when I have daughters, right? How will I feel, you know? So, yeah. So just keep an open mind, basically. Yeah, I have an open mind and I'm like, okay. I've told him, if you want to reach out, reach out. I mean, I'm giving him that space of, okay, if you want to build a relationship, do it. But I wouldn't be the one to put all the efforts in to try to build a relationship because in the first place, now you carry me calm, now you leave me. So if you want us to have a relationship, you should be the same person that will put in the effort and I'm willing to accept your efforts. Is there a reason why you guys don't talk? Well, when I was growing up, I mean, we gave him the chance. Like, okay, be my dad or just be there. And you decide because the stories, they gave birth to me. And then he saw me at the time, there were no phones and all of that. And my mom went to his office. Okay, this is your son. It happened that we had a child. And then to everybody was obvious because we had a resemblance. But he rejected me outrightly and said, this is not my son. Saying they never had anything to do and it's not possible. And then they tried everything, family members, bring families together. Okay, let's try and sort this. And still, it wasn't ready to take responsibility. So mm. which which is which is the which is the way any normal man will react or behave. You get what I'm saying? So I, I, I think I, I know it's really tough. Trust me. I know what I know how you feel. It's really tough. It's really hard. This guy here is angry. That's the truth. This guy that wrote this letter is angry. He needs the attention of his father. He needs a father figure in his life, you know. Uh, and that's that's the truth about every man. We need father figures. We need men to be father figures. For me here, even in my, at my work, I get to, you know, play that role for some guys, you know, a lot of guys. Why? Because I know how it feels. I know how it makes them feel, right? Some men or some boys need men to talk to. They need men to just imagine that man that told me Shuba, well done, you know, and gave me a hug. You know, just imagine what that did to me. It just some way just opened up my mind to say, you can do this thing. You're a great guy, you know. The challenges that you guys are facing are like it's in here to you. <laughs> yeah, they're like real life. They're like real life challenges, like things that. Like, I wouldn't, like, they say, t- like, you see online, people joke in your comments, oh, your dad left you type shit, like, there are things that you see, I've not seen it before, but I feel like the way I grew up, yeah, I wasn't, my, my dad and I were not, like, tight, tight, tight. I was more close with my mom. mom. Yeah. Because, she, obviously, there's, like, an instinct with mothers. They always want to look after their children and everything. My dad did that. See, so my dad's idea of fatherhood is not like how it was back then it's more of how it is now um i want to be involved in this child's life as yeah. much as i can mm. 
but also the discipline is like now of the of before like he just like he's a mix of everything like i can tell like the way like he's some of his ideas i don't go i don't go with it because he's no modern but the way he treats us the amount of love he shares like is what i want to show my children but yeah. i don't i'll be honest to you i tell my dad i don't think i can be the man you are like i can't be half of the man you are he just tolerates too much bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like the things that you you just think that this man should get frustrated and probably say, yeah, get out of my house. He will never say that. Mm. He will still try to engage you, probably even argue with you as well. Until, but you can't win though. You just, just forget. You can't win. But in your mind, he will let you go with your idea and end of the day, you guys will come back together and talk. But so... The point in which I think my dad and I became very close was when my brother and my sister, because I have two older siblings. So when my brother and my sister went, yes, my older sister. Yeah, I'm the last one. Interesting. <laughs> so when when they went to school abroad, and I was the only one in Nigeria, and my dad was alone as well. My mom traveled as well. Like, he was the only one. By that time, he had lost his job. Like, everything was going against him before he finally got back to his feet. But at this point in time, like, it was like, yeah, like this is the end of the world because we grew up very comfortable, very, very, my parents made life, com- like we always went on vacation every year, everything we wanted. Now all of a sudden, you don't go on vacation in a uncertain year. Like to me, it's the end of the world because I'm, I'm a child, I'm like eight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like eight, come daddy, we're not going to London. No, we're not going to Chicago. We're not, we're not go- and it's like the end of the world. Like I'm asking my dad for a certain amount of money i want i want the ps4 i want the PS, and he's not getting it for me <laughs> all this these are what i was facing you know? yeah. not what i don't know so those are the kind of challenges that i was going through and now at this point in time it was now my dad and i alone in the house everywhere he went i followed him when he had chicken pox i got chicken pox too wow. i was not going to school everything that was where we, i feel like everything made us very 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 close like my dad and I are closer than my mom and I. Yeah. Oh. But my mom knows more than my dad about me. I don't know how. I don't know how she knows more than my dad. Yeah, that's normal. <laughs> For mom, I, I always insult him. Like, all the time I spend with him, he doesn't know as much as my mom. And I ask my mom, like, how do you know this much? It's like, my, my dad, he just looking like this. I'm like, dad, I talk to you every day. Like, we see, like we insult each other, we do everything. So, that was the point where we shout. We got close together. And it's like, I banter with him. I play with him. Whatever he finds rude, he finds a lot of things rude. Though. Don't get to like my dad can gets triggered a lot. If you say, um, "Are you serious?" My dad can say, "Are you talking to me?" All those things. But now he has got. He's like, I'm saying, "Are you serious?" For the past ten years now, like he doesn't care about it anymore. But there's some petty things that he can get upset for. Just not like the way you talk to him, like he might not like it, so he just get upset. But he doesn't ever get to the point where. Like we are fighting and it's like there's just that, that yeah stuff. it doesn't ever get to that point it doesn't it doesn't ever I, I, I get think that that's that's as a result of your your mom and dad like you know I think the, the there's so much blend yeah you know because first of all before we start parenting we have to be a very solid team yeah you know because once we're a solid team and we have discussed our uh, our, our style of parenting you know it now helps us blending. Easily, you know, and I, 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 I was, I was commend both of them. That's your mom and your dad, yeah. you know, because if, if, if their parenting styles were different, right, you might have changed things a bit, you yeah. know. Um, but obviously, you're cool with both of them, you know, and bo- both of them are cool with how you relate with them, 
you know yeah, yeah so, you so know. i was going to ask have you ever asked your dad about his own relationship with his dad um yes so um he was not like he's not the same with me he's not the same with the way he is with me where my dad's dad was the typical 1980s man like go to work take this give his money to go to school yeah but like i feel like there was this, this like a sprinkle of the love that he's showing me it was it was not that it was not just with my father my father respect respect yeah but there was there's this bit of love like you could tell you can't tell my dad is sports oh he's the last born too oh. Oh. so he's also a sport child like his older sibling, <laughs> daddy, I was not there. As he, 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 he, is like, his older siblings always took care of him and all that. Like, yeah. It was easy for him to pass on that love. Very easy. Very, very, like, he's, he was loud, like, everybody from my father's family, almost like him. Now, the only thing that can differentiate them is maybe their religious beliefs. Like, one doesn't believe you should drink alcohol. Apart from that, like, they're almost the same. Almost the same. My dad's older sister is the same. My dad's older brother is the same. Like, I don't even, if you watch my YouTube videos, you'd have seen my cousin. I wish he could record his dad and put him on YouTube as well. Like, he's the yeah, same thing like. in all my days. Like, they're all, all the same. <laughs> all the same. They, oh, they, nice. they just grew up like, a tight family. That was that's how they grew up. Like a very, very yeah, tight it affects, bond. Yeah. It affects what you and think I, of. I feel like family. that's how that's how most of them grew up in Shuleri because he grew up in Shuleri. And from the families are still like if you go to Shuleri, you he will see his um, his neighbors. They are all grown and they live in the same house. Mm. Some of them don't talk to their siblings, but <laughs> but like they all live in the same. Like they all grew up like a community, and that's mm. like kind of what he passed on to me. Mm. My mom is a little bit more strict. No, no, she's way more strict. She's more strict than my dad, but. We still joke with my mom. She's she's not like she's not inaccessible. You can still joke that. But when my mom is serious, she's serious. Like you can't joke that. My when my dad is serious, like can I can't joke with that. No, I can't joke with him. But my older siblings can't. <laughs> <Don't> First, <laughs> you know, you know the reason why I asked was the fact that you know sometimes in this kind of scenario, it could be that a person's dad didn't get that kind of love and attention, and then the person has made up his mind that. I want to give my children all that love and attention. Right, so in my own case now, I don't have that. But for every child I see or I come across, I've lived with my aunties, uncles and all of that. For every child I come across, I want to show them that love that they might not even be getting from their parents and just let them know that, oh, there is somebody that you can speak to. There is somebody that you can play with regardless of the age difference. If you see me and my little cousins playing, you would be like, what's this height of disrespect? But then there is a level of understanding that we have and they can they can, they can hit me and spank me and all that. But when they know when I'm serious and they know, you know, so I feel like that was why I asked that question to know if he actually got that bond and all of that. Hmm. Obi, I want to track back to what you said. You said at some point your popsy lost his job. Yeah. Right. So two questions, right? How was that? When you knew that he lost his job, did he tell you? Yeah, I feel like I was the first person he told. Like I go back from school, he was in his room. Could you, like I know my dad. I just saw him. Honestly, I'll try to tell you the truth. I knew he lost his job. He didn't tell me, but I, my mind just told me like something is off. And the first thing he just told me is, "I lost my job." And I'm like, "I knew." He like told you, yeah, yeah. Like he, like I was. I just came to his room, <laughs> and he just it's told a me relationship that. they have. Now. That's yeah, normal. yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, it's oh. not normal. Gay. It's not normal. It's not for you. Yeah. Ah. Nah, I feel like he was like, who else will really have told you? <laughs> your papa 
and you, you were 11. Yeah, yeah I was 11. Like, that's how normal. With children. That's how it should be, actually. That's how yeah, it should be. That. That's how it should be. I, like, like, when he told me, I just, I just looked at that, like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I respected him because I kind of sense, I know how he acts when uh, he's happy. I know how he's, but, like, I was like, it's five percent like, that was what he was about to tell me. I feel like he even gave me letter to read. I'm not sure. And then like, oh, he lost his job. And I'm like, oh, are you serious? And then we just went on from there. I just supported him whatever I did. Like, obviously, I'm not going to leave. I'm a level diner. So I just continued rolling with him. I was sleeping in his bed. Like, I was like I was just like, everywhere you see like, my dad, I would think. I like sleeping on my daddy's bed. Oh, nah, I can't sleep on my dad's bed even to now. I don't sleep here now, but I mean, I can't, like, if I wanted to, I could. I could do that like for some weird reasons i still can't sleep in my dad's bed i don't know why but i just can't yet anyways stick around for the second part of this conversation which will drop next week friday by 12 noon wat until then please share this episode with every guy you know i mean particularly guys that are trying to fix or mend their relationships with their fathers or those that really have it good everyone needs it right Big ups to the postman on this episode, Mr. Shobes, Fermi, OBA, y'all are the real J's. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, the Podroom app, the Jamit app, and any of your favorite podcasting platforms, okay? Kindly like, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite podcasting apps. Give us a five-star because it will help more people to be able to find this show. If you love us, please do this for us. This episode was produced and edited by my humble self, Femi Bakes. Big ups to Favo, Naima, Damilare, and Bology for always holding it down. On all social media platforms, you can find us at letters underscore number two underscore boys with a Z. And thanks for rocking with us. Let us the boys, ayy. Let us the boys, ayy. From the boys, by the boys, with the boys, ayy. Let us the boys, ayy. Let us the boys, ayy. From the boys, by the boys, with the boys, ayy. I'ma see you on the next episode, alright? Peace. Letters to Boys Season 2 is produced with support from PRX and the Google Podcast Creator Program.